Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPR and discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. everybody and welcome to the show into the night uh tuesday night version uh version of into the night um i want to say sebastian good to see you johnny hi sly welcome amanda my god took it all the this is what i call awesome people that come and listen to my show and um and, and it just it, it, it brings some heart into me, you know what I mean? It, it, it brings some warmth in there, especially around this time of the year. Um, so Sunday we had a good show, and um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, we had a lot of uh, participation with uh, the people in the chat room, and I hope, hi, Virginia, good to see you. And I hope everyone in, enjoyed themselves on Sunday. Next Sunday, uh, my show is here 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. on UPRN Talk Radio, 105.3 New Orleans, 107.7 Mississippi. And uh, so, as everybody knows, and, and, and I'll continue this until everybody, um, you know, gets, you know, used to it, but I actually, uh, you know, am doing two shows now, two one-hour shows, uh, Tuesday nights and um Sunday nights, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Hey, Cindy, good to see you. Hey, Grandmaster UV, good to see you. Oh, wow. It's been a But I'm doing two shows on Sundays. One, one hour on Sunday and an hour on Tuesday, uh, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. But tonight, you know, I'm going to stay on a little bit longer um, just to keep it going um and see what's going on um pretty soon they'll have a show for me coming up or someone in front of me hey casey good to see you hey what's up anthony it must be my boy tony good to see y'all but next week next sunday um i'm going to um i'm going to talk about the different places that i investigated um who um where i where where we 
you know, not so much the good evidence that we got, because some places that, you know, PPS went to, um, we didn't really get that much evidence, but the history behind the places that um, we went to. And I'm going to do that for my Sunday show. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, everybody, I'm doing okay. Uh, thank God there's only two more days until Thanksgiving. No one have to deal with the turkeys anymore. And then give me a week off and then on to the hams for Christmas. But, um, yeah, so I had a good week. Uh, pretty, pretty busy. Just... Um, answering all kinds of questions that kind of like blew my mind because there were some outrageous questions from my customers at work. But you know what? <sighs> I know that hit just like really. Um, there were some doozies. KC Mahoney says, who could I hook up with to go on some investigations? Um, KC, I can uh, tell you a couple groups. Uh, uh, you know, um, not right now, but I'll get to you, you know, because right now my mind is set on what I want to talk about. But, Casey, I will get back to you on that. That's a promise on that. But uh, so everything's okay. Um, tonight I'm going to do like an open discussion. And, I mean, that's with everybody in the chat room and uh, and, and just talk about, the paranormal cryptids, UFOs, and Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. You know what? Me too, Tony. I mean, really. Yeah, the Texas Wraith Hunters are pretty cool. Oh, yeah. They're the best. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, they are very, very So, Casey, if you like... Uh, oh, okay. Oh, hi, hi, Casey. He's a friend of yours. Hey, thank you. But uh, for, for inviting him in. So, uh... So, Casey, if you're in Texas, my friend, go see my, my brother, Anthony Sabalas, with the Texas Wraith Hunters. They're good people. Um, and uh, so, open discussion time, guys. What do we want to talk about? Does anybody have any questions at all out there? You know, um, do you have any questions? Or is there anybody that wants to say anything about the paranormal? You know, it seems like to me lately, um, it seems like that it's kind of like going down um, the the fantasy of it, um, going out and getting the investigations because Indiana PA, my son went to college up there, but um, he um, he's out in uh, Indianapolis now. But there, it, it just seems like there's really not too many paranormal investigators or investigating teams out there now. Um, and I, I don't know what happened. I remember back in um, 2006 when I formed PPS. I mean, we had a lot of groups. A lot of people were investigating. And... Uh, uh, Johnny Freeman says it goes in cycles. What put investigations? Ah, okay, Tony. Tony got it right. I'm going to put this up on the screen. Okay. Tony says way too much drama and too many chiefs. I can see that. And I've experienced it, my friend. You know, um, but it, it's just not, it's, it's not cool to be, um, 
you know, have like 3,000, you know, like three or four chiefs in a group. Because I got to tell you something, and I've mentioned this, and I'll still say it, and if you don't like me, then fine. That's not a problem. But um, I'm telling you straight out, man, that, you know, you have a paranormal group. Okay. You have a paranormal group, and you got a person who runs that group. Okay. So let that person run the group. Don't go in and try and, well, I think I can do better, or I think I can do better with this type of evidence, or, or I think we should do it this way, or we should do it that way, okay? And that's not going to work. That won't work. And then what's going to happen is that you're going to have a lot of people, two sides, and it's like, um, like one side versus the other side, and it doesn't make for a good investigation. So whoever's in charge, yeah, they're the ones that tell what to do. It's their group. And the person, the person who runs that group invited you to join a group or invited you to the investigation. So, you know, out of respect for that person, you know, you got to do what he's told you to do. Now, if he tells you to go jump off a bridge or stand on your head and sing Anky Doodle Dandy and spit nickels out of your mouth, and you can tell him to go to hell. But uh, I'm, I'm just saying there should be no a lot of chiefs. Nobody is better than anybody out there. Everybody is of equal when it comes to the paranormal investigation. Amanda says, do you just investigate or do you help souls move on? Uh, Amanda I do investigate, and I do also help souls move on. I haven't done it in a while. Um, but at one point in time, during when I did all the investigations, yes, I helped them move on. Uh, Virginia says, uh, uh, Virginia says, I'll sing Yankee Doodle. <laughs> there you go. Don't forget, you got to spit, spit out the wooden nickels. And Grandmaster UV is, I'm a part of Steve Bassett's team. Cheers. Okay. Tony says, exactly, brother. That's why I'm able to collaborate with so many teams. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, it's just by by just being in the uh, paranormal field or being in the paranormal groups and stuff, and I'm seeing all my friends out there are going like crazy and stuff and, and upset because, you know, people just don't. People think that they should be the number one of everything. And if you don't talk to them and then they clap an attitude and, you know, and they raise hell for everybody else. And, and I've been through that. I've been through all of that, you know, and, you know, um, I don't know if this is anything, but, you know, Mike Tomlin said he fired Matt Canada today. And uh, he said, I'm, I'm good at taking I am good at taking, you know, the pressure, you know, because I've been around it for a while, you know, but there's a lot of people out there who have groups that haven't in honest to God, honest to God, they, they just go crazy, man. Uh, Johnny Freeman says people are fighting for number one grade school. Yeah. I mean, what, what's so big about being number one? I can come out and tell you PPS was number one. You know, Tony's group can come out and say P, uh, Texas Wraith Hunters could be number one. Johnny going out and hunting the Bigfoot, you know, he could say that his group is the number one. 
But then when you go out and when you start talking like that, okay, when you start talking like that, then you're making yourself pretty egotistical. And in this damn field, you don't need to be egotistical. Not at all. Uh, Tony says, uh, you see the evidence I got from the forest last week? No, I haven't, Tony. But I'm going to put, I'm going to bring you on in December, dude, so we can, you know, put it up. So if you're free in December, we'll do that. Um, Johnny Freeman says, I'm an adult. I have to keep an open mind. And that's true, Johnny. And, and Johnny, you're so right about that. You have to keep an open mind. If you don't have an open mind and you are so, someone out there that is so sweet, cool, We'll, we'll talk later after the show or tomorrow sometime this week. But I'm telling you what, you don't have to say that because you're not going to get that TV deal. You're not. Okay? You're not going to go. The best thing that you want to do if you think you're good and you want to show people how to investigate and do it your way, then go on YouTube. Do go somewhere else, TikTok, YouTube, whatever. Because you sure as hell ain't going to get the freaking TV deal. No, not at all. Now, it, it's funny that, you know, you got people, they find out, you know, they see that you got a website and an email for your group, and you're going to have a lot of people come up, uh, you're going to come up with the people who are going to send you emails saying that we're producers of a show. And, and what they do is that they keep their, they get your hopes up really, really high. And this happened to me, honest to God, it did. It happened to me because when, especially when I first started out, right. Um, I had, I had emails of people wanted me to do a show, do this and do that. And you know what? It never panned out. And I come to find out that they were bogus. You know, uh, okay, hold on. Johnny Freeman says, I was involved in an incident at Beaver Creek this year. It's on video now. Yeah, um, and it was a great, you know, everybody, if you go to YouTube and um, 412 or something, I'm, I'm sorry, my brain isn't good. If you can actually do that, my friend, just put it up there and, and I'll say it. Uh, Casey's story is what I believe. Okay. Happened to me in my house. Huh. You should have shared it on Sean's podcast. Planet 412. Thank you. If you go to YouTube and type in Planet 412, okay, about Beaver Creek, Ohio, um, that's Johnny's story. That's his story. And it's good. I've watched it a couple times. Johnny, did you hear about down in Beaver Creek, Ohio, about the uh, shootings down there in that, uh, was it a Walmart or something down there? Yeah, I was like, that, that kind of blew me away when I saw that today. But back to the people in the paranormal, man, you, you're not going to get the big deal. You're not going to get this, and you're not going to get that. And um, so don't, have, don't be a bugger, that's what they say in England. Don't be a bugger, because hell... You know what? Just go out and investigate because the whole world, when we started this investigating back in 2006, 2004, 2002, okay, there was a shitload of egos going on out there and it was pretty rough. Um, you like that one, Tony? <laughs> Bugger. 
I've been watching a lot of British TV, so I hear bugger all the time. But, uh, you know, back in the early 2000, 202, 204, 206, yeah, it was really, really egotistical. Man, people were after each other's throats. I remember one time I started, and then a group came in, and they said, you know, you got to be a TAPS family member in order to investigate. And I'm saying, what the hell are you talking about, TAPS family member? TAPS was that ghost show that started out. And you know what? God bless them. You know, um, I had a problem with them at the beginning, you know. But you know what? As time went on, I'm grateful that they actually did start a show. Because what it did was it opened up a lot of people to call somebody and sit down and talk to them about spirits. Because at one point in time, if you talked about a ghost, that you saw a ghost, you were going to the mental hospital. All right. Or they're going to think you were on some heavy drugs. But you know what? But at that time, back in 2006, they're telling me, well, you got to be a TAPS family member. You got to be a TAPS family member. And I'm like, I don't have to be a damn TAPS family member. My name's Sean Kelly. I founded the Pittsburgh Paranormal Society. And I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it. Well, you're not allowed to believe in orbs because the TAP family members, they, they, you're not, they don't believe in orbs, so you're not allowed to believe in orbs. That's a bunch of horse crap bullshit, whatever you want to say about it. Okay, I like the orbs. I mean, I didn't spend money on cameras to go out and get nothing. I enjoyed the mist. I enjoyed the bugs. I enjoyed finding something. And yes, I did get a couple of decent orbs. And you know what? Who in the hell has the right to come up and tell me what I can and what I cannot do? Thank you, Cy. Hey, Wayne, good to see you too, buddy. How are you go? Welcome to the show. Um, but who has the right to tell us something, what to do? Who has the right to tell Tony down Texas Race Hunters? Who has the right to tell him what he can do and what he can't do or whatever stories he's presenting or whatever evidence that he's presenting that it's not the right thing? It's not nothing, no evidence, no pictures, no videos. And you know what? And you can talk to these people blue in the freaking face. And tell them, this was it. This was it. This was it. And they're just going to laugh at you. Okay? Because when I started, I put a lot of pictures out on Facebook. And they were orbs. Okay? And they were streaks. I would call them squigglies. You know, the ones that go up like that. Squigglies. And, um, and I got ridiculed. I got ridiculed from other groups. Could you believe that shit? Michael Anthony, how are you, buddy? Have a great Thanksgiving, buddy. Thank you for stopping on. But you know what? You know, that's why. And Johnny Freeman said, that's why I stopped doing so many conferences. Wayne says, we're all different with unique ideas and techniques, which is great, Wayne, honest to Pete. If you have a, if you have a way of getting evidence from ghosts, about anything paranormal, if you got your own way, go with it. But you don't have to push it on people because everybody else has their own way of doing it. Okay? Mine was different than Wayne's, maybe. Mine's way different than Tony's. Yeah. You know? Tony says, yes, in the fairies, we see them all the time. I had a show on Sunday, Tony talking about the fairies. Yeah, I see them all the time, too, when I'm out in the woods. 
And that's okay. If somebody thinks I'm a freaking crazy fool because I believe in fairies, gnomes, and all kinds of the little people out there in the forest, and then you know what? <laughs> that's on them. You know, for the longest time, I let it, it let it bother me. It let I let it bother me that people thought of me that way and I wasn't doing right. But you know what? Honest to Pete, I don't care no more because. I know what I saw. I know what I do. I know what pictures I took. In the and then and after a while, when people were doing Happy Thanksgiving, Cindy, uh, Johnny says, I don't offer it to people up to them to listen or believe what they want. That's true, buddy. That is so true. And I did for the longest time, but I come to find out I don't give a shit what you think of it. You know, if I took that picture... And there's something good there, and you want to laugh at me about it? You know what? Go to hell. And the first thing I say to them, okay, the first thing I say to them is like, were you there? When that picture. Oh, I'm not done yet. I'm glad you're here, buddy. I know you need it. I think everybody does it. And Johnny's fine. Uh, Anthony says, wow, brother, I needed to hear this. Yeah. Um, I do. Johnny does his own thing. Whatever works for you, whatever works. But if you want to look at the whole reality, and I pushed this from day one back in 2006, okay? The paranormal community, I wanted everybody to get along. I wanted everybody to help other people, okay? A lot of, I offered my help to other groups. Some came, some didn't. Some had egos, some didn't. But a lot of them at the time that I started PPS, there was a shitload of egos. Uh, Donnie's, uh, Seibel said, Sai, hi, Sai, good for you. I took a picture of a fairy outside my window when my daughter was born. I agree with you, Sean. Johnny Freeman says, I never judge others because we, we don't. You can't judge. You know what? And I'm glad that Johnny brought that up. You can't judge nobody. The only person that can actually judge you is whoever you believe you are going to when you die. Okay. And that and that's the truth. And it, like I said before, it really bothered the shit out of me because people were judging me and I was taking all their flack. But no more. It's a paranormal community. It's a UFO community. It's a Bigfoot community. It's a cryptid community. Just because somebody can say something better or think they got better research, it all comes down to freaking a ghost. That's it. A ghost. Johnny Freeman says, uh, I watch people fight for no reason. I sat back and smiled. I right there, same same thing, Johnny. I witnessed a lot of fighting. I listened to a lot of internal, and, and it was over stupid stuff. Honest to Pete, it was stupid, stupid because they didn't use the right camera, or you know they didn't use the right focus on something, or you know that you know that piece of equipment they got. It just doesn't work. But I got the same equipment as you do, but mine works better than yours. 
who and you know what seriously who in the right mind can afford the prices of equipment out there they're a lot of money casey says i've seen things that were very scary yes casey yes and you know, I'm sure a lot of people in the chat rooms, a lot of people who are listening to the show tonight probably saw a lot of scary things too. But when you see something scary, Casey, you really need to go to a person that you can totally trust and talk about it. Okay? Totally talk about it. And it's, it don't have to be very scary. It could be that you're on investigation and you got this really, really good video or you got this good EVP. Just don't go to anybody. Go to somebody who you can trust. You know, Amanda says that she had an experience as ghost as a child. Casey, I highly talk. I highly and I and that's nice of you, Johnny, to talk about that. Johnny, uh, Casey, um, you know, hook up with Johnny. He's a good dude, man. He knows his stuff. But you know what? The hell with the parent, the hell with all the bullshit paranormal shit that's going out there right now. Write a book. Write a book. You know? If you write a book, guess what? It'll go out there and then people will start reading it. And then maybe you might get on the list or, you know, the top 100 things of the paranormal thing, the list of books and stuff like that. You know what? Write a book. And then you will get that. You know, that that honor, not the honor, but you'll get that stuff that you need people to make you feel better than, you know what, write a book. Because uh, that's the truth. If you, and you know what, you guys are going to hate my, not, no, you're not going to hate my guts. And I'm going to tell it and I'm going to tell it straight out. Those people out there who write books. And, and that's all they are, books, books stories and i'll tell you one is the haunting in connecticut okay and i researched that and i researched it and i researched it because i was really into it and when i was on chasing prophecy we did a show about it but what i, I what i read and what i saw it's just any other Ordinary investigation. Uh, Sebastian says it would be great to see Tony back on. Sean, he's a great guest. Yes, he is, Sebastian. I'm going to get him in December, okay? I hope you're here whenever you get on. Um, in fact, we're going to get him on the first, first Tuesday of December. You know, mark it in your calendar, my friend. But you know what? They wrote a book. Same way with Annabelle. They wrote a book. And all of a sudden, everyone jumps on the Annabelle bandwagon. And everybody jumped on, you know, the, the haunting in Connecticut. They jumped on that bandwagon. You know, and it, it's ridiculous. Johnny Freeman says, I had a guy... Selling his books is true investigating, and he told a few people they were all bullshit. He made up. There, yes, and that's what happened with uh, Annabelle and the, the haunting in Connecticut. 
There was a movie that came out. There was a movie that came out. What's funny? Lady in Black. It was about a ghost, that, a lady ghost that was dressed in a long black dress. The very next day after it came out, I got 35 freaking emails saying that they saw the lady in black. Yeah. I'm like, no, you didn't. Maybe some of them did, maybe some of them didn't. But you know what? They wrote a book on the lady in black. And now it, it made movies and, and you know, they, they got their popularity. They got their thing. They got their, you know, their pat on the back and stuff like that. So it's all a bunch of bullshit. Go to a cemetery. Seriously, go to a cemetery if you want to investigate. You don't have to go to houses. I remember one group when it started, and I'm not going to mention the group's name, but whenever they went on an investigation, they acted like they were in the military. They couldn't go to the bathroom. They had to get permission to go to a bathroom. And they had to stay in one room for 45 minutes and couldn't leave that room. And, 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 and the people who ran that, the person who ran that, she ran it like a drill sergeant. And it's like, why? Okay, hold on. Tony Trent, uh, hello, Stuart. Can't see you on here, but hello. Tony says, we are getting ready to write a book in the future. Awesome, Tony. I'll definitely buy that. I want, the, I want, you know, Johnny, when that book comes out, I, I want an autographed copy of that bad boy. Yes, absolutely. But, yeah, they, they, wrote, they wrote stories. Don't write stories. Go to a cemetery. Go somewhere where you can take a couple people with you and enjoy the investigation. You know, it, it's not a popularity contest out there. It really isn't. Uh, Johnny says it will have Virginia and my name on it. That's cool. But you know what? Go enjoy yourself. You don't have to go out and, and I mean, it, it's up to you, but you don't have to go out and spend thousands of freaking dollars just on something that might not just work. I mean, I've been on... Um, investigations with people had the, the best equipment out there and got shit got nothing nothing at all so the hell with people to tell you what to do and not what to do you do whatever in the hell you want to do you run your investigation how you want to it's your group just don't listen to the bullshit. Yeah, Amanda, honest to God, cemeteries are the greatest. And cemeteries, you know, a lot of, you know, it's funny. And, and, and you look at all the movies and shit like that, and you know what? Cemeteries are a scary place to go to. Really. Forbidden history, grisly ghosts, monstrous cryptids, and harrowing folklore dominate Japan's history and culture. Mysterious Japan is a bi-weekly podcast presenting these spine-chilling horror stories, urban legends, and unbelievable histories in a campfire story format. Many of these tales have never been presented in English before. Our journey takes place where dark history and supernatural folklore collide. 
Mysterious Japan is produced, written and translated by recognized Japan expert Dr. Heath Avey. Season 1 relates the unbelievable legends and ghost stories from the so-called suicide forest. Listen to Mysterious Japan for free on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more at our website at themysteriousjapan.com and be transported by unbelievable stories where the lines between reality and folklore become blurred in the shadowlands of Japan. Once again, that's themysteriousjapan.com. Really bad place to go to. Don't you... Do you understand that a cemetery or a graveyard Okay, I think a graveyard is like the like a like a where a graveyard's next to a church and the cemetery's away from the church. But do you know it's hollow ground? Do you know that a cemetery or a graveyard is 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 sacred? It's hollow. Nothing can hurt you. Yeah, absolutely. It cannot hurt you. I feel a lot of, I feel a lot more relaxed when I do a cemetery. I feel a lot more relaxed when I go to, um, when I walk uh, the Allegheny Pike Trail, starting off in uh, McKeesport, PA, down around there. And when I'm with people that want to go out and have a fun time, Sai says that she always leaves 10 silver dimes at the entrance in that grave if you take dirt. True. Uh, Amanda says some someone stole an angel. I put my grandmother's grave. Ain't that freaking ridiculous? And and then that's not right. Pete going out and destroying. What is wrong with today? You know what's wrong with today? Why do people have to freaking go out and destroy cemeteries, knock their headstones over? What is freaking wrong with them? It's insane. It's a bunch of horse crap. And I mean horse crap. You know, it, it's just they ought they ought to. I don't want to get into it because, you know, somebody might think I might say something offensive and turn me in, and I'll get everybody in trouble, and I'll get myself in trouble, and I don't want to do that. But I tell you what, damn it, no, nah, people don't need to do that. Um, but I do know on the flip side of that, there are people that go out there and, and clean gravestones. And it's really sweet how they do it. They'll take like a real old grave gravestone and, and they'll clean it. And, and it's like pretty cool. I know when I went to cemeteries, I would pick up the, the trash that was out there. Or if the flags were down, you know, for the veterans, I'd straighten the flags back up. But I would take care of their homes. That's just like a person coming to your house and saying, well, go in and just freaking destroy it. Because that's the final resting place for the people who have passed away. How dare they go in and destroy it? That's not right. So I'm hoping that karma one day will be like, damn. And, and bite them in the ass. Because they deserve to be. You know, uh, Sai says, someone stole my grandma's necklace I put on her grave. I've left a lot of dimes and stuff, but they're all missing. And Johnny says, people have no respect, and that's true. 
Well, I hope karma does get him. Amanda says, yeah, that's awesome. My kids clean up and straighten things up when I have taken them to a cemetery to see my family. Yeah, and, and, and that's the sweetest thing in the world that you can do. But I really believe karma will kick in and they will definitely get there. And if I can give you one more piece of advice, if you want to go to a cemetery and you're new to, uh, you know, hunting ghosts, okay, the piece of advice I can give you would be go get permission from the cemetery. Now, here in Pittsburgh, you know, most of the cemeteries are run by the Catholic cemetery diocesan by the catholics and they're open gated okay and so but and you can actually go in anytime you want to but you seriously need to call the police in that area and tell them you're going to be in there investigating because i can guarantee it, the neighbors around that cemetery will be calling the police because they see a lot of people uh selling having flash bulbs and light bulbs and flashlights and, and making a lot of weird noises out there. So always, always get permission to go. Or when you do get the permission, even though you get the permission, you still call the cops or the police departments up there and you tell them what you're going to be doing, you know. And before I sign off on uh, the, my, my, my little rant here about paranormal investigating, um, just imagine you, okay, and this is why I love cemeteries too, okay? Say like you've been buried over 100 years, okay? And your spirit is right there, right where you were buried, okay? None of your family visits, visits you, you know? No one comes to see you. And you're just standing there, and if they're smart ghosts, they're lonely ghosts, you know. And all of a sudden, you're standing there by your gravestone, and you're looking, and you see a bunch of people coming on the cemetery, and you're like totally excited about it. And you think to yourself, damn, these people know I exist. Would you not go up to those people and try to make communication with them? That's why I like cemeteries, because out of all the gravestones out there, out of all the spirits that are in that cemetery, okay, I know they're going to come up. And all I have to do is say thank you. And Tony says, yes, that's how they were in New Orleans with us. Yeah. Thank you, Amanda. They want to be heard, and we understand the spirits. We do understand them, and we do understand where they're coming from. So everybody in here, when I'm dead and gone, I'll have somebody tell you where my cemetery plot is or whatever. I'd like you to come out and visit me, seriously, and bring your EVPs with you, your little digital voice recorders with you. And maybe we can have a conversation of some sort. That'd be great. You know, that would be so great. Does anybody else have anything on Tony? Um, on investigating, paranormal investigating, anything? Does anybody, uh, you know, want to talk? 
a little bit more about do they have any questions or is there situations that is going on that they want to share with her you know so that's right cindy it's true they do want to tell their stories they do so my last thought on the paranormal investigation johnny says i have a cemetery that when we rode by a rabbit would be there I finally had him to come to me. He passed in 1929. Wow, 1929. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Oh, a rabbi, not a rabbit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he said rabbit. Oh, rabbi. Okay. You know, I, I, I'm going to share a cemetery story with you, and I wasn't investigating. This was like about, about 10 years ago, and it was Christmas Eve. This is a true story. It was Christmassy. And I had to go get cookies from my mom's friend. So on the way back, I stopped off to wish my dad a happy Merry Christmas. Okay. And so if you hear a rumbling noise, it's just my stomach. So forgive me. Um, but I stopped by the cemetery on Christmas Eve and I went up to my dad's um, where he was, where he's laid at. And I pulled out a chair and I sat down and I just started talking to him. And all of a sudden, as God is my witness, there's like 20 or 30 spirits surrounding me and my, in, you know, where my dad was laid out. And they were all smiling. Because none of their families would come out and visit them on Christmas. You know, so God only knows if I ever go out there on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> It'd be funny. The leprechauns would be coming out of the woods. That would be fun. Hey, Mud, good to see you. Hello, everyone. Mud says, hello, everyone. I'm always late for the show. Just got home. Ah. Oh. Well, welcome, Mud. Good to see you, buddy. And I want to thank you, Mud, for coming down to um, and listen to my presentation down there. That was really nice to meet you. But, uh, yeah, so hang in there. Just, just be a good investigator. Go out and have fun. And if he can, have fun. If he can't help someone with it, you know. then that's what the paranormal field is all about. Hey, Augie, dude. <laughs> Good to see you, my friend. Augie was in, is in PPS. He was in PPS. He is a very good investigator. Good to see you. I hope you will visit me, brother. I'd like that, you know. I want everybody to come and visit me. You know, somehow I'll get out there and, and I will somehow tell you all where I'm buried at, you know, or maybe I'll just come, you know, and just pop in and say, hi, guys, and move on. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Let me ask you this, people out there, okay? Do you ever wonder what it's like on the other side? Have you ever wondered... You know, a guy in my group told me about this, and, and you know, I I thought about it. He does. Do ghosts have to stay in one place? 
Oh, my luck of the Irish. Oh, yeah. Trust me, I see a lot of banshees, buddy. Cindy, I see, I hear a lot of banshees on St. Patrick's Day. And they're, and they're, they're living, they're not dead. But there are a ton of banshees. But um, do you ever wonder what's on the other side? Is the ghost allowed to stay in one place? Or can he move on? What do you think? No, they don't stay in one place. Okay, and that okay, that's good. So they don't stay in one place, but how do they get from one place to another? How could a ghost or a spirit? I like you, uh, I have to tell you, ghost or spirit, whatever I say, you know, I'm not. But how did they? How would I get if I was dead here in Pittsburgh? How in the hell would I get down to San Antonio, Texas, to visit Tony? Um, how would I do that? I, I mean, is it? like a flash they walk through walls yes but here's what's the crazy part about that virginia i'm glad i could help you out tony i'm glad i could uh, but back to virginia man you go to a house where they actually tore down a wall and the ghosts get mad they get really really mad and then that's when they call paranormal groups in Sly says, uh, I think the summer land is peaceful, but those who haven't crossed is having undone business. Okay. <laughs> Up on the plane. Uh, freighter say, hey, Freighter, good to see you, my friend. Good to see you. Because you're thinking of physical limitations with the physical meat line. Ah, okay. Awesome. Boy, that makes a lot of sense. Let me Let me put that up here. Okay, let me put that up there, and it says, because you're thinking of physical limitations with the physical meat line. Ah, touche, Mr. Freighter. Touche, my friend. I like that. Uh, man, this says teleport. Slice uh, Wayne Mallow. Say we own, Wayne owns a little Victorian home, and I'll put it up so I can read it. We owned an old Victorian home, and I found out by having a meeting with the spirits of the house before I did any renovations, settled things down before they started. And that is the smartest thing, Wayne, that you could ever do. And please, I, I truly believe that. I mean, we went to a lot of houses out there, you know, where the, where the people didn't mind the ghosts being there, but they didn't want to haunt them like two, three o'clock in the morning. So what they would, so what we would do is we'd sit down with the clients and say, you know, make a deal with the ghost, man. It's like you can have this house from 6 a.m. all the way up to 10 p.m. You can haunt it all you freaking want, right? Oh, hold on, we got her. You can haunt it all you want. But at 10 p.m. at night until 6 in the morning, you're not allowed to do that. And do you know what? It works. It definitely works uh okay cindy says she had a ghost in her house following my daughter home very scary uh we could do that yeah that's happened a lot um did she get hurt cindy uh oh definitely port that yes virginia they do definitely go through portals and yes i you could set up boundaries and um but people need to know how to set up boundaries you know, um, 
But if you sit down, make a deal, make a deal with them, I guess that's setting boundaries, I guess. Uh, setting boundaries. You know, you can have the hash from 6 a.m. up to 10 p.m., but after that, no, you can't have it. And it works. You make the deal. And Wayne says, oh, this sounds interesting. Wayne says, to go a step further, they even assisted in finding some of the original architecture that has been buried in the walls from previous renovations. And and I only look at that, what you just told me, my friend Wayne, is because they trust you, because they know that you won't hurt the house. Okay, so I says, yes, Sean, but say you can't come in bedroom or jump my body. I'd never do that. I would never do it. She, oh, come on. Everyone's bugging me now. Not not in the show. Yes, Sean, but say you can't come in bedroom or jump my body. I wouldn't do that. No. No, she didn't. She didn't, uh, Cindy said she didn't get hurt, and I moved out of the house. Okay. Um, sorry, you know what? I can understand the boundaries on that one, but maybe people need to know how to do that. If it was me, I would never, ever, ever jump somebody's bedroom. Never, never do that. No, I don't, no, <laughs> that's, that's not. But I like what Wayne had to say. You know, doing the assistant and finding some of the old original architecture, you know. Um, so, Cindy, let's let's go take a look. Casey says, Cindy, let's go take a look. Uh, I wish, what do we, you know, how can we teach people like that? You know, we have the smarts for it. We know what to do about it, but, you know. We, we need to find out how to help people. Maybe, sorry, we'll talk later on tonight or tomorrow, okay? And I want to talk to you about that. Maybe we can get a room together or something. Or maybe we can have do one of my shows on a Sunday and we can talk about it. you and me, Sai. How's that sound? I will definitely talk about it with you tomorrow, okay? Thank you. That's cool. Um, all right. So, it is 50 minutes going on. 10 more minutes, I'm going to be taking the break, my two-minute break. But is there anything else on? Okay. Um, there you go, man. I like that. Yes, the show teaching how to set boundaries. Right. Um. But uh, I don't know. That was a good segment on on paranormal thing, investigating. And, you know, I had to rant about it because I never really got the opportunity to rant. Johnny says we are going to put Cy in on in our room. That's cool. And Casey says great idea, Amanda. But uh, yeah, so. That was great. I enjoyed it. Tony, I hope you're still in the room. But uh, we're going to see what happens. So we are going to talk about 
let's talk about uh, cryptids. Okay. Oh, I'm, I, I know. It's still, what time is it? Oh, no, no, no. The show's going on. I, I got an hour and a half, guys. I got an hour and a half today. So about quarter to 10, it will be over with. All right. I know I said an hour, but I just got the word. Um, I just got the word that, you know, I could do an hour and a half because um, the person who was supposed to be in front of me never made it up. So um, so I'm going to go an hour and, a, hour, hour and a half tonight or an hour and 40 minutes. And um, but cryptids. And I know Tony has ran into cryptids. I know Johnny has ran into cryptids. Is there anybody else out there who has um, experienced any type of cryptids? Okay. Um, I guess, you know, it's, I'm really new to, uh, would you even consider cryptids being paranormal? Could it be? Possibility, yeah. Uh, not you, huh, Amanda? I, I would really seriously would like one time just to meet a dogman. Okay. I really would like to meet a dogman. I would really like to go out there and and investigate cryptids. Like go with somebody that's pretty smart on how to invent what to look for. Oh, Tony says, find two layers this time. Really? Amanda says, cryptids are paranormal. I can believe that. Um, anybody else, do they believe that? I want to, I, I, I want to, I would think cryptids are paranormal. I guess paranormal is the unexplained. But I do believe that there are a lot of cryptids out there. The Wolfman. Um, I've been doing a little studying about the Appalachian Mountains. Okay. And I'm seriously trying to find somebody that I could bring on to the show and talk about all the all the monsters that they have in the Appalachians. Sly so says they are interdimensional. Okay. Casey Mahoney says, are they paranormal or alien in nature? That's, you know, is, uh, that is true. Could the dog man or the wolf man uh, or the thunderbird, could they be alien in nature? Well, a lot of questions on this stuff. And I know there's a lot of people out there that will actually have, you know, come up with the answers. Johnny says we don't know. Um, uh, but uh, I don't know. I think it would be fun. Seriously, I think it would be really, really fun to go out on one. Maybe we can talk Johnny into going out and doing, doing a cryptid, you know. Or maybe, you know, find a cryptid hunter and, and, and bring him on the show and talk about it. Because I think that would be very, very interesting. You know, um, same thing with the Bigfoot. You know, I definitely know that the Bigfoot is definitely an interdimensional. It definitely is. Um, 
But uh, let me see where she at. Is she up there? No. But what we mean, what Psy meant and what I meant with interdimensional is that they can pop, they can be on our area, right? They can be in our plane. But when they get spotted, they jump through a portal and go to another dimension. Cindy, that's right. You wanted to know about that. You know, they're on our, you know, um, on our, on our land. You can see them. But once, whenever they get spotted by us, they jump into a portal and go to another dimension. Um, whenever I see or whenever I read something like a Bigfoot being spotted, and everybody knows about this, that I do this is that I'll first after I hear it, I usually go and check and see what the UFO sightings were going on during that time. Because in my heart, I really believe that the UFOs and the Bigfoot are connected. Uh, Mud says the dogman I showed you a picture, Sean, looked shadowy like to me. We heard it run by like it was a solid being, though. Johnny said he proved it. Yes. Yes, he did. You really seriously got to watch that show about Johnny. You know, that that it, it was a decent show. Planet 412, I think that's what it's called. I'm not sure in my, my mind. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, you know, okay. And Johnny says it comes down to what you believe. And, and and I believe that they exist. Do you yeah, I mean there are people out there that do believe. I know I would say nine out of ten people in, in the chat room tonight believe. And you know what? That's great. But when I come to a non-believer, I am not going to push myself on that person to make them believe. I said, all right. You know. And so if they don't want to hear what I have to say about it or if they don't have don't want anybody else here to hear about it, okay, then don't push it. Don't push it on them, you know. Maybe they're just there to, like, you know, see what they can get out of you. But just don't push it. Say, yeah, I saw the dog, man. Yeah, and I saw it run by me. And, yeah, if you don't believe it, that's okay. But that's my story, and I'm sticking to, to it. Johnny Freeman. Okay, six years ago, a guy said they're from UFO. Now he says UFOs are demonic. I don't believe that at all, buddy. I don't. They are not demonic. Cindy believes 100%. Tony says, I just taped them to the forest and watched them run out. Yeah. But, John, you know what? No, UFOs are not demonic. No. I know you. I, I, I've heard that before. You know. I don't believe it. They're not. He is on the show now. Hmm. Oh, okay. I know you're talking about it. 
I definitely know who you're talking about. I'm not going to mention no names. Amanda says, I do believe Bigfoots exist. We talked about that today on Seeing Through the Veil. <clears throat> would be cool to see the dogman or any cryptid would be cool. Yes, sir. I know you're talking about joining. No, this guy really believes they are demonic. Definitely. But I'm not going to mention any names. But uh, listen, it is getting close to the one hour mark. Right. So what I'm going to do is um, put on my commercials. See you in two weeks, two months, two weeks. That's funny. In two minutes. And then we will. I know you didn't, buddy. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about, but um, I'm not going to say anything. Um, but I agree with you on that. I definitely do agree with you on that. All right. Um, we're going to go to the two-minute uh, warning or two-minute break. Everybody go out and go to the bathroom or get something to drink, smoke a cigarette, do what you got to do, and I'll see you back in two minutes. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPRN discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order. Welcome back, everybody. I hope everybody got something to drink or had to do what they had to do. We had a good first about one hour, first hour of the show. And um, I'm going to take it for 40 minutes, and then uh, we're going to go from there. Um, um, Wayne Mello says, I think there was a mistake happened. That sometimes some of the reptilian species can be mistaken for demonic. That's true. Um 
Amanda, uh, this is Casey saying, Amanda, I can tell you that Bigfoot really does exist. I can tell you the story. Amanda says, love to hear it. I have seen one, but just wholeheartedly believe they are real. Um, so uh, before we get into the to the like the last 40 minutes of the show, there's a couple announcements I want to make. Um, I the show UPRN Talk Radio 105.3 New Orleans, 107.7 Mississippi. Um, Joe Monteldo, he runs the show, he runs the uh, station. And Michelle Desiree, she, um, you know, is the uh, station manager. And so uh, next week, next Tuesday on the 28th, I am going to have Julia and Philip Saragusa from the Horsefly Chronicles. So please, um, if you doing something on Tuesday, please join us. Uh, they're, they're another... Um, show on uprn and i'm really looking forward to having them on the show but yeah um it comes to the ufos and you know what Tony? i I did you know i don't believe that they are evil i mean and and you know he could talk to all he wants you know and um you know but that's his opinion you know that's his opinion on on what he believes in my opinion is that they're not evil and they're not demonic and some people believe they are and you know what that's okay that's okay to do that um and i guess that's what makes for a real good world now you know where people can to agree to disagree or one has one explanation and another one has another explanation and you know what that's cool it's their opinion that is true sir it's her opinion, you know, um, and I can't judge him on his opinion, you know, you know, maybe me and him can kind of like duke it out a little bit, not fun duke, you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, we like to uh, duke it out with each other about different topics and it's okay, but he, you know, he is a friend of mine, but I won't, I won't, if he believes they're evil, they're, they're you know, demonic, they're demonic. Tony says, I didn't mean the UFOs. I meant taking a non-believer to the forest. Oh, okay. Uh, Tony, that's a good question. That's what you said. Now, would you force them to go with you? Would you force them to go to, to the forest, or would you just ask them? Thank you, Virginia. You can agree to disagree, and that's the truth, you know? And, and that's what makes the world go round. That's why we live in the United States of America. That's why we have, uh, uh, the you know, number one in the Constitution, freedom of press, freedom of speech. And you know what? Okay, cool. So Tony will not force him to go into the force. And that's great, Tony. That's great. I would never, ever, ever force anybody to go on a paranormal investigation. You know, never well you know if they want to come along fine that's not a problem but you know to tell them that spirits exist and try to beam it into their minds no never happened you know amanda says what about taking a believer who's never been oh in a heartbeat amanda come on of course we you know if you're a believer, you're going going 
you know, but if a non-believer wants to come on an investigation, I'll take them with them, but I'm not going to force it down their throat. But I will tell you something. I will tell you. Okay. And there was a couple times that I brought people who did not believe in ghosts. And I took them on an investigation and I just said, all I want you to do is keep your eyes open, your nose open and your ears open. Okay. And we would go and do our investigation as usual. And then all of a sudden, after the investigation, the non-believer would come up to me and said, oh, my God, when we were here in this room or we were here in this part of the woods, I got touched or something touched my hair or I felt really cold. And I would say, well, welcome to my world. What you have encountered was a spirit. You know? Welcome to my world. I say that to a lot of people, especially the one like at work. We have a ghost at work. You know, and it creeps all the guys out in our meat room. Of course, Johnny's spirit will show itself. You know, and in the and uh, from my past you know, experiences, to be honest with everybody, you know, if a spirit trusts you and you have that open-mindedness and they they will come to you, even if you're a non-believer, they will come and they will show themselves. You know, um, can spirits harm somebody? Yeah. You know, because my whole theory behind the whole deal behind that is that um, if you were a bad person when you were alive and when you die, you sure as hell are not going to be a good person. You're going to be exactly the same bad person that you were when you were alive. And there's a lot of guy, people out there who were negative, who were bad. And I've seen them try to mess with people, you know, the living, you know, and it's just just have to be careful when you go out, you know. You just have to be careful and go. And if you want to go out, and I will say this until, you know, I'm six feet under. If you've never been on an investigation before, please go out with somebody that knows what they're doing. Because if you go out on your own, you will definitely can and more than likely would get burned. Uh, Amanda Ray says, yes, I believe that's Sean Sebastian. Sean, Tony, and I could force him to go and then become a ghost, and then they would become a believer. You're crazy, dude. Uh, Sebastian, everybody, Sebastian's been with me since uh, we I was with um, with uh, Chasing Prophecy with Jenny, and uh it's good to see him. He yeah, he's a good boy. He, he's funny. He's a little jokester every now and then. He is. And, and and Johnny, you're right. Don't piss him off. Because if you start pissing ghosts off, they're gonna come back full vengeance on your ass and and, and then you're gonna have to call people to help you get rid of the ghost, you know. I mean, I have done investigations at private residences where other paranormal groups came in and just made the situation a little bad, worse for the, for the people. And then when they would call our group, 
and we'd have to take care of business for them. And you know what, Tony? I agree with that. Uh, that's what they see on TV, and it's true. You know, that's why when I see these ghost shows on TV, I I, I, I kind of get not mad. I get frustrated. I, I really get frustrated on that because, sure, it brings in people. Sure, it brings in um ratings and that's all them tv shows are for our ratings you know because what you see on tv it don't take one night it takes about a week to get everything together and then you got your retakes you got your retakes you got your retakes and i will give you experience right now about it the whole nine yards with it i was on a show in fact i was on two shows but um, I was on one show, and so I went to the place, and the producers are the ones that taught, told me what I had to say and not what I wanted to say. I had to do exactly what the producers wanted. And I remember the couple at the house that we were in, okay, they were holding hands on the cots and they made them hold their hands in different directions or different ways just to get the perfect shot. And they made them do it 13 times. Okay. And um, it, it just, it just doesn't seem right. It does. I did back in 2012, I had me and Marty Patterson, we had a, TV show we did 13 episodes is called Roth Beer. Johnny says, same when I do presentations. I tell them shut off TV, PC, and get up and go in the woods. Yeah. It's true. But you know what? We we had a show in 2012. It's called Roth Beer. And I took a bunch of kids and that, that never investigated before. We would film the event, we would film it, put it on the T uh, the show following week but what was different from my show and all the other ones it was all raw okay it was all raw i mean and the point i wanted to get across to people who were watching this show that not all paranormal investigations that you see on tv are for real um i did a couple ones where we actually did not get no evidence at all we did not get no evidence at all, but we still put it on TV. And the proof, just to show people that not all investigations are the same. Okay, Bigfoot won't sit. <laughs> How do you know it won't sit in your living room, Johnny? Johnny says Bigfoot won't sit in your living room. How do you know, dude? <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons, remember Harry, that show, that movie, Harry and the Hendersons? Uh, so I says, oh, my high spirit knows about this podcast, and I'm freezing. They want mentioned. Okay, what's their name, Cy? I, but to the ghosts that are in Cy's house right now, making her very cool freezing, you know, my name is Sean, and um, welcome to my show, you ghost. And, and I'm not making fun when I say that. I'm saying welcome to the show. You know, just, you know, kind of like not let 
my friend Cy freeze to death. Oh, who is it? Oh, Grammy, Amelia and Grammy. Okay. Hi, Amelia and hi, Grammy. Okay, just, I guess I'm, <laughs> it's pretty cool whenever the spirits say, you know, come and watch the show too. You're not inviting Bigfoot in LOL. That's huh? funny. Um, I don't know if I would or not. Maybe a small, maybe a small Bigfoot. I don't know. But, you know, if I'm out in the woods, which was very rarely, <laughs> I'm a city boy. And I saw a Bigfoot. I wouldn't run. I wouldn't. Because um, I know I have God who protects me when I go on a quest. I know him. And whatever's going to happen to me is going to happen to me. And so if I meet him, you know, that that would be great. Same way with the dog man. Same way with the thunderbird. You know? What's that uh, one down in Kentucky, Paducah, Kentucky? Um, something about a bat, man, bat, something like the mothman, the mothman. Okay? That's huge. That's huge. And one day, uh, and one day I'm going to have a show and I'm going to tell you what the real Mothman's all about. But you know what? I don't want to be, you know, I just don't want to get in trouble with a lot of people who believe in the Mothman. Uh, Sly says she is never alone in her home. There's always a lot of spirits in my home from Portal. Cool. Johnny says, Amelia is a strong, demanding spirit. Uh, Point Pleasant. That's right, Johnny. Point Pleasant. Is that West Virginia? I think it's that. I have so many spirits of loved ones with me. That's cool, Cindy. That's great. And Tony said, that's the way I feel in the force. Whatever's going to happen is to happen. And that's true. And you've had like four or five different trips through that force. And you know what I'm going to do when everybody... I'm going to bring my brother Tony on, and he's going to tell us stories about the forest down in San Antonio. Okay? It's awesome. He gets a lot of good stuff down there. Uh, Wayne Mallow says, early morning for me tomorrow, so I must say good night to you all. Good night to you, Wayne. Great show tonight, Sean. Have a good night, brother. Sleep well. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you for jumping in. Um, and... You know, don't let the bed bugs bite. I guess that's what they used to say. But yeah, if I saw any type of cryptid, even with a UFO, you know, and I, and I would say this a lot of times too. It's like, um, you know, I I believe UFOs. I believe there are aliens. But I would actually like to have a UFO land in my backyard. With an alien coming out of the spaceship, walking up to me, and shaking my hand. Now, that all, I mean, to me, that would be the evidence, you know. But no, I will never tell anybody I did it. 
And then I would tell this to tell the alien, I'd be like, yo, man, get me off this earth. <laughs> Take me to someplace better. Can't deal with it right now. But, uh, yeah, I believe in UFOs. I believe in aliens. I believe a lot of UFO bases are in the waters. Pennsylvania is teeming with UFOs. You know, and um, and that's okay. Um, what is it, Chestnut, the Chestnut Mountains or Chestnut Ridge Mountains up here in Pennsylvania? It's like number three or number four in the top ten about all cryptids. Bigfoot, a lot of Bigfoot sightings up there. A lot of um, you know, Bigfoot, uh, dogmen, whatever. You know, Chestnut Ridge. Thank you, Johnny. Um, so, I plan on going to Chestnut Ridge just to walk it. Brian McClade, welcome to the show, buddy. Uh, Lake Michigan waters as well. Hmm. Maybe I have to look up about Lake Michigan. That's pretty cool. Cindy says, yes, I agree on UFO around the water in PA. And uh, I know there's that one dam up there. I, I forget. It's in near Tynesta. There's a dam where people actually saw a UFO coming out of the out of the lake. You know? And that's okay. And a lot of people are, you know, a lot of people are afraid of the UFOs and aliens. And I'm thinking, how can you be afraid of them? If they wanted to attack us, they will. <laughs> You know, they could have attacked us 20, 30 years ago, but they didn't. I would like to sit down and talk to one. What do we got here? Tony says the lives I the li oh, the lives that he did last week from the forest are on my page. Kinzu, that's it, Mud. Thank you. The Kinzu Dam. I mean, there's a lot of paranormal activity that happens up around there. But there's a big thing about the UFO coming out of that dam. Yeah, absolutely. And then you got the Kecksburg ordeal. About the so-called UFO back in the 50s, 60s, whenever. So Pennsylvania is pretty like freaking haunted. It's teeming with all kinds of UFOs, cryptids, Bigfoots, ghosts. Demons, maybe, if you want to call them demons. I don't know. 1965. Thanks, John. You know, Pennsylvania is a very, very haunted area. With everything. And you know what? That's okay. That's okay. But um, all I know is that, you know, I got about 15 minutes left. You know, so what I want to do is tell everybody, thank you for all the input that we got into the chat rooms tonight, you know. It, it, it was interesting. Honest to God, I, I really, truly mean that. When I see all my people come in, all my people, all my family, all my friends come in, and, you know, it really touches my heart because it really makes for a good show. It really does. And 
Uh, it, it just went hard. Hey, Cy, are your people still with you? I don't know. I'm starting to get cold over here. Maybe they came in. Um, but so is everybody ready for Thanksgiving? It's coming up in two days. Thank you, Johnny Freeman. I appreciate appreciate that comment. And you too. You do a good show too. But uh, Thanksgiving, Arizona is a huge hotspot. I lived there for four years. Thank you, Virginia, for the love, nice comment. You know, real quick, let's all go to Washington State. And let's all go to Oregon. Thank you, Amanda. I appreciate it. Let's go to Oregon or let's go to Washington State, walk in the middle of the woods and see if we can find a portal. <laughs> that would be so cool. But I'd have to like uh, have like everybody surround me and protect me from from the woods because you know I'm I'm, I'm a city boy. Mud, Muddy says going to my daughter's for food then going Bigfoot. Oh, that's so sweet. You gonna go down to Ohio, Mud? Um, cool. We are in. We'll get a bus and get on the bus and go on out. You know. Thank you, Mud. Thank you. And I met Mud down there um, at the Penn Brewery on the 29th of October. She came down and she listened to my presentation I had down there. And um, it was really nice to see her. Um, and it was really cool. It was really cool. In fact, yesterday at work, I had two people come up to me and told me that they, oh, you're Sean Kelly. And I'm, you know, I just met Sean Kelly and you're Sean. Oh my God, yay! And that's okay, you know. And I'm not in it for the egotistical things. It's, it, it just feels good that you were recognized and that I was recognized as something. But what a good show it was tonight. But I want to know: Is everybody ready for Thanksgiving? Okay, it's the time for being, you know, to have. You know, be grateful. Mud Ewads, totally unexpected to meet Sean. It was a great night. Thank you. And because uh, I'm ready for Thanksgiving, I'm ready for it to be over. And people ask me, well, Sean, what are you going to have on Thanksgiving? I bet you're ready to jump into that turkey, that stuffing, you know, the mashed potatoes. I said, no, believe it or not, I'm going to have a cheeseburger. I'm going to have a cheeseburger on Thursday. <laughs> I am. I'm going to have a cheeseburger. And I'm going to like, maybe I'll have a turkey sandwich later on in the evening. But I just get so damn tired. Hey, Johnny, I know they got the candy. They got the Christmas candy in the stores. We got the Christmas hams coming in pretty soon. So I will be honest with everyone, y'all. Uh, come late December or early January, um, I'm going to be very, very tired. So I'm going to still continue doing my show. So if I look like I'm a little out of it, it's because I'm tired. Because it's the busy time of the year for me. And, of course, I'm going to draw. Amanda says that she is making a turkey ham family recipe, dressings, and a few more things with my, my pumpkin pies. 
better someone over here to dorm on Amanda because I really do enjoy pumpkin pies. Thank you, Johnny. I appreciate that. So I'm going to draw the three cards. Okay. I'm going to draw three cards. And we're going to go from there. Um, the three cards I'm going to draw. <laughs> Johnny got his Santa suit in October. That's cool. But for the new people that come in and are listening to my new show, the shows, I draw three cards from the animal medicine deck. And the three cards represent the first card I pull will be your past. Um, the second card I pull would be what's happening now. And the third one would be your future. Now, I truly believe that animal spirit guides help us walk through our life's path. Um, okay, so first one is a new one. The grouse. Please write it down. You know, if you want to write it down and look it up. Uh, I'm going to write it down because that's a new one for me to grouse. Now, the grouse card was in the past. This is the now card. Wow, these are all brand new ones. The salmon. I'm going to write that down. The salmon. That's the now card. And then the, the future card. Okay. Is the elk. Write that down. Blessings to you, uh, Brian. Blessings to you, buddy. Um, yes, you are so right. Yes, to keep, you know, it is to keep traditions and give thanks to the great spirit. That, that is true. Um, you switched off Amanda. <laughs> Boy, okay, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> oh my god oh my virgin eyes virginia and johnny oh my virgin eyes oh my god that's all oh my god. you're welcome and welcome to uh the room buddy but okay so thursday is thanksgiving and i hope you get to spend it with the people that you love okay really do um i hope you eat a lot i hope you watch a lot of football okay and um and, and just be grateful to be in the life be grateful for the people who are around you friends family whoever just be just be grateful because the way the world's going now who knows what's going to be happening Who knows what's going to happen? I am grateful for waking up every day. I am very grateful that I can spend my Sundays and Tuesdays with you all. And I'm very grateful to everybody that I have met. Johnny, Virginia, Cy, Amanda, Cindy, Everybody, mud. I am grateful for every one of y'all. Because I know that I got good friends out here. And Cindy says so grateful for everyone in my life. 
just being grateful is being really, I, I love it. All right, Johnny, you taking off? All right, buddy, you have a good night. Thank you for stopping in, buddy. Um, just grateful and just happy. Eat a lot of mashed potatoes because I think the mashed potatoes this year is going to be a good one. Okay, so children, please, if you can, if you can, please go and give your parents a hug and tell, tell them that you love them. And parents, please go to your children, give them a hug, and tell them that you love them. And if you have no parents, if you have no children, find a friend. Find a friend to give a hug. I forgot to announce this at the beginning of the show, but there's a disease called out there, CRPS. Um, it's a disease uh, that my friends have that you're constantly in pain and there's no cure for it. So if you guys can send some prayers up for my friends who and everybody who has CRPS, um, please give them, you know, say some prayers for them. And what I want to try to do is try to get somebody on that can actually sit down and explain it to us what CRPS is. But you know what? If you see somebody hurting, if you see somebody that just needs someone to be around them or somebody sends you a message or somebody makes a phone call and they're hurting, please listen. Please listen to them. Please talk to them because they're going to need you. They are definitely going to, especially during the holiday season, they're definitely going to need you. Because I'll be honest with everybody here. And you know what? I know I can count on each and every one of y'all. Amanda says, I have malformation and there is no cure. So I understand prayers for your friends for sure. Um, well, we're going to have to pray for you too, Amanda. You know, I'm going to have to look that up and maybe... Maybe I'll look it up and see what it's all about. I'll pray for you. And everybody, I just want to say, have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your families. Enjoy watching football. And definitely, definitely just be grateful for everybody around you. And on that note, Okay, I am going to say good night. And don't forget, next Tuesday, I'm going to have Julia and Foot Saragusa. Tony, thank you for being here too, buddy. So, on that note, good night, happy Thanksgiving, and I will definitely see you next week. Mm -hmm.